0: What's going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. Welcome to the continued
1: podcast adventures of
2: superhero speak.
1: But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference
0: like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when you when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people, right? You want people to care. You want you want to strike emotions, and I knew that that Clone Saga was striking a lot of emotions.
2: Can you imagine Pulp yeah. uh, Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse?
0: I can totally imagine that. You I'm sure what somebody's written like that Quarter Pounder with Cheese and France, Mickey. What? <laughs> Boy <laughs> with Cheese, yeah. I can totally. See. So I would I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw sacrifice at my my progeny to view a mighty Marvel beast. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's my time.
2: <laughs> uh, how do you measure success? Hey everyone! You're listening to Superhero Speak, and I'm your host Dave. And John. And J D. And uh boy, we got an interesting share this week, I think we'll see uh, <laughs> but before we get into anything, how are you guys doing how is how was your week john
1: yeah it was uh it was okay um it yeah, didn't really do much of anything except you know christmas shop i am i am eight tenths or was it four fifths four fifths of the of the way um to finishing my Christmas shopping.
2: Ah, so you're only buying for five people this year?
1: Well, no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. I I my my nephews, my sister, you know, this this little background here. This is the first year, um, well, this is the first few months of not having to pay a spousal support check to my ex who chat uh-huh. me. So I have money and I may have gone a bit overboard for Christmas, but if it's for my nephews, I don't care.
2: Um, I'm currently a one X shirt and, uh, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. no, uh,
1: no. And, and it's really cool. Cause one of my nephews is right. JD you like this. One of my nephews is, is writing his own little stories and he's starting to pick up art. So I got him a, uh, Wacom Cintiq. Um, very nice. Yeah, you know, so that he can draw he, he he just got a new laptop, so this should be able to hook this up and then draw on this this uh L C D that you know shows the picture that you're drawing and it, it's got like eight thousand different uh pressure sensors or whatever can sense huh. eight thousand different levels of pressure. So you know, it's I centi- said it like the the Wacom is supposedly like JD probably knows better than me uh, the, the Wacom is supposedly like the Maserati or, or Lincoln town car or whatever, whatever the highest end thing of, of, of like, you know, digital artists. Yeah. Where, so like I looked at the pro it's over a thousand dollars. This, this one is still 600, but you know, oh, wow. if, if he, if he's really like into this, I want, you know, and I know artists, I, I want him to, you know, this would be like really cool for him. Cool. So yeah, uh, Chris is shopping all the way. Um,
2: I haven't even started thinking about that yet.
1: <laughs> oh well, I, the only reason I start was because Amazon Prime. But yeah, Amazon Prime Day. So yeah, n- n- nothing, nothing really other, other than that interesting. So you know, wait, how about uh, how about you, Dave? Me?
2: Oh, actually, yeah. I usually like a list. Uh, I got
1: order today. That's cool. <laughs> well, I, I hear somebody's like working on something. I'm doing. I'm multitasking,
2: man. <laughs> I can.
3: T- I can blame me. I can talk. I don't have a problem talking, but I like being challenged and throwing off our grid. So go ahead, Dave.
0: Okay. okay. All
2: right. So let's see. Uh, my exciting things. Uh, we got everything for Thanksgiving. So I'll be at my daughter's to cook a turkey this year, um, which is fun when she's a vegan.
1: <laughs> oh, tofurkey! <laughs> yay! Yeah. Well,
0: I'm. <laughs> I,
2: I, I got a turkey for me and my son and my and her mother-in-law's coming over. So, but the. Uh, um and, and you know of course it's the free turkey you get when you buy enough crap at a supermarket.
1: Hey, that that's that's perfectly serviceable. Those turkeys, not, I mean, they're oh, not usually that big, but they're good.
2: No, that's what I'm saying. I got a 23 pound turkey. So, oh, nice. I think I'm gonna have a lot of turkey left over this year.
1: Yeah, make make sure you get like a, a a box of the Glad Zipper Lock bags, right?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. And um, yeah, and then. I, hmm, I will I will say this. I had a very wonderful weekend. Something wonderful happened, but I can't say it more than that right now. <laughs> you suck.
1: I know, don't I? There are so many lines I could throw out to this, just like totally <laughs> tear you down, and I will not do that.
2: Because... <laughs> well, John knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I got no clue. No one, no one tells me shit. <laughs> uh, well, I could tell you when we're done recording. Oh, so. well, then you owe me. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Um, and and our listeners will find out, I'm sure, soon enough, but uh, we'll leave it there. How about you, JD? What's what's happening with you?
3: I went viral this weekend. Um, oh, I'm, I'm who sorry. Did they got a fight with. They, got, they,
2: got, uh, they yuck, got cream for that, you know. Yuck,
3: yuck, oh. yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> oh, no, for real. Um, I wrote uh, two articles this week for FIGA Media. The first one was a profile of a senior level Greco Roman athlete, and um. It became one of the most uh, downloaded pieces that they've had on the website ever, which I was really happy because a month ago we didn't cover amateur wrestling. So that's literally me bringing the amateur wrestling folks in. And then on Friday, I kind of fell butt backwards into an interview with the president of Impact Wrestling, and uh, he offered to share a story with me about him and Kenny Omega, who's one of the the biggest – he's probably the biggest star in wrestling outside of WWE stuff. So I got to do an interview with both guys, and um, that caught fire. And nice. It became the most. It became the most uh, downloaded site or story the sites ever had. Like we got retwe- I got retweeted by just insane amount of people, and uh, news outlets actually picked it up because they're you know the the guy did actually drop some news tidbits on me. So I had people actually uh, stealing my work for the first time. You know, which was kind of cool. Huh. And uh, yeah, man. So in the, in less than a week, I had two of their most successful pieces, and it's pretty good. Because, because I got nothing to follow it up with, so you know,
2: <laughs> I peaked early. Are you going to become a blue check mark on Twitter? God,
3: that's all I've ever wanted, really, is to become <laughs> a blue check mark on Twitter. And I don't think so, but I'm really trying.
2: Uh, you'll be one of those annoying people.
3: I am one of those annoying people. I just need the check mark. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> you guys follow me, you know
2: that. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, John barely goes on Twitter.
3: How I got on the show.
2: <laughs> this is true. So. Now we'll try it again this week. Are you caught up on the Mandalorian? Yeah, I watched two episodes this week. I'm actually, I was going to talk to you after the show.
3: I want to do a little bit of writing for the site about the Mandalorian.
2: Ooh, so um, definitely. I mean, if hey, if you can write articles that go viral,
3: yeah, Kim. I don't know how I. You know, you got people who are actually semi-famous to say, "Hey, do you want this story? I like the way you write." You say, "Yes, I do." <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. how often does that happen? Not year? often. no. So. no make no promises.
2: So uh all right so so first off then we'll we'll back up a little go to episode 2 of the season. Um is it just me or did it kind of like it wasn't bad but it felt like it was just a filler episode? It felt like it was a bridge to get from uh 2 like th- 3 felt
3: like the main story, 2 felt like it was a bridge to get there. Yeah. But I thought there was a lot of character development stuff, particularly with baby Yoda that had to happen in 2
1: like just yeah
3: <laughs> yeah so, exactly that's exactly that, what i think had to happen like that's you know that's the point a uh, preview of my piece people need to learn children do vile things sometimes oh and learn <laughs> not to do vile things sometimes
1: any anybody that that's been bullied in school knows that very well
3: well even little maybe like little kids little boys specifically mm-hmm. they will rip you know the wings off of a fly because they don't know any better mm. You know, they do those kind of things and they have to learn why you don't do it. And I yes. think there was actually some, I think there was actually some uh, character growth in the baby Yoda character, the child, if you will. And like, he learned why, you know, um, life is life. And those are important things for storytelling. Storytelling is all about character growth and character change. So without, what if we can't do that kind of stuff, if we can't have our characters making mistakes, Why are we telling stories? Mm -hmm. You know, we're Mm -hmm. just we're just advancing plots. That's not fun. So you can't you can't do that. They have to they have to fuck up for lack of a better term. You know, two if we don't have two, we don't get to three. You know, three was a damn good episode.
1: And you you don't you don't yeah you don't learn unless you make mistakes. But and he's learning he's learning it at technically age five, considering that their lifespan can be like a thousand, I guess. Correct. And then he got he learned a lesson because he got
3: he got his ass eaten himself this week. If he wasn't in a metal tube, he'd have been dead. So I think that Baby Yoda. Learned, and then he saw the egg, one of the eggs hatches and he's like oh this is a this is a creature
2: i love him i'm sorry i ate your brothers <laughs> <laughs> yes and i think the internet needs to calm down
3: oh yes, uh, that'll be my article coming soon to superhero
2: speak uh, um,
1: but, it, but it wouldn't be the, it wouldn't be the internet then
2: you uh, educate yeah.
3: people john this is what we do you yeah. know
2: i i shared a i shared a meme on my uh timeline and no one i didn't get any backlash on this one so i'm glad but it was just like that look you give and it was a picture of uh the child with a with a you know weird look on his face that look you give when a fictional character eats a fictional stack in a fictional world yeah
3: <laughs> i mean no one no one was actually killed and right the frog. there are still frog people like we just need to you know tell stories
2: yes and you know it's funny i didn't even think of it about the growth aspect of it until you just said it, where it's like, Yeah, because by the end of the third episode, you know, he was happy to see the little babies. So, yeah,
3: I mean, that's that's an important moment. Like, again, I'll get into it more deep, but I mean, yeah, that's you need that because, like, the child, like, this is the whole thing of like, if we're gonna do this whole lone wolf and cub thing with the Mandalorian and the child, then the child has to act like a child, it can't just be a cipher and it can't just be cute because kids are cute. But uh they they're not
2: perfect. Like Oh no.
3: You ever read uh, you ever read the book specifically, NOS42, Nasferatu, the Joe Hill book? It's about these little these kids get taken to this Christmas land, right? And they get to be kids forever and they're innocent. But part of they they he describes it. part of innocence is kinda evil, you know, and they become these like vampiric creatures who are eternally children, but they never they never grow out of their selfishness, they never grow out of their their evil, they're like vicious phases, so they're just sick.
2: Yeah, that yeah.
3: makes sense, though. Oh, that, yes. it's a great—it's a great book. Joe Hill, good writer.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I have I have twin two-year-old granddaughters, and they can be cruel to each other.
1: You know, just just ask any cat or puppy that would that was put next to a
3: kid. <laughs> ask my dogs. My dogs do not. My dogs love Andy because they have to. Like, they would rather him not be around.
2: Yes, I, I can see that.
3: Um, they're fourteen, and they're like, oh, this four-year-olds. Picking on us all the damn time,
2: like yeah, kids kids can suck. And then we get to episode three, which was shorter than normal. It was which was a little upsetting. However, that's how you do fan service. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um some good,
3: some good guest stars in three Katie Sackoff, Sasha Banks
2: really delivering it for
3: me. Like I thought that was a good episode, man.
2: Well, and Katie Sackoff, uh, uh did you watch the Clone Wars?
3: The cartoon? No, I haven't. Actually.
2: Oh, well, the character she was playing is in the Clone Wars, and she voices the character on the cartoon. Oh,
3: I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yes, man, that Dave Filoni knows his stuff.
2: And then, of course, they name drop Ahsoka Katana. They did at the end of the episode. It's like, ooh, here we go. It's uh, it's the best show,
3: man. It really.
1: Well, the fact the fact that it's not all like you know um, butterflies and bunnies you know i mean like no seriously like oh, yeah, it, 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 there is this depth does not exist in any of the movies except maybe some of the first 3 otherwise like the second 3 and the and the and the sequels were just kind of like
3: I am an apologist for the sequel series, but I will say the Mandalorian is better. And there's people that argue it and say, like, "Oh, it's just fan service. It's just this." And I think no. I think the storytelling is better. I think that I think, um, it hits people on a, a better level because it gives you Star Wars, but it gives you a different side of Star Wars rather than just you know redoing Star Wars.
1: Well, it's I, it, it's giving you a real story, not just this fantasy what um, epic. I mean, it like the Star Wars. The Star, epic, Star Wars epic movies fantasies so-
3: can be
2: stories.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. It's not it, it. It it's got it's got depth. It it's it's, it, it's in three D, not two D. Well, you know what
2: I mean? Well, I, I was going to say, I think um, the prequels have too much depth because they're trying to explain everything that happens in the original. No,
1: movie. that's not. That's not depth. That's it's plot.
3: It's all plot. No
2: story. Yeah, it's all yeah. plot. Yeah,
1: there's no then, meat, no meat. No no human condition. No nothing. Yeah, nothings.
3: exactly. There's no humanity. To it.
2: And I do feel like the the sequel trilogy is like trying to give fan service in what they think a modern audience wants
3: yeah i agree with that i think i do have this before and i'll say it again the biggest problem with the, the prequel trilogy was that it wasn't told from a unified voice this is you know john favreau's written every episode he's steering the ship so everything feels like feels like a cohesive story those three movies don't feel like a no because they aren't
2: no it <laughs> feels like you know, you wrote the first one, John wrote the second one, and yeah. I wrote the third one.
3: It does. It's like one of those stories like, well, like there's this game in writing where you, you write, you start writing a story, then you stop, and you hand it off to the person next to you, and they got to pick it up.
2: When we were kids, we would do that. Yeah. At, at sleepovers, someone starts the story, the next person, that was
1: right. a little bit except in this case the person who wrote the third one was really angry at the person who wrote the second one and just threw all the work
3: <laughs> you're right that's exactly what happens like they're the third the second and third movie And I like I like elements of both of them I don't hate them
1: I enjoy both of them for
3: what they are but they don't play they don't talk to each other well
2: no no again like us I do no what'd you say no what huh <laughs> cool yeah no but uh Definitely got to keep watching. If you're not watching it, you're missing some of the best yeah. TV on streaming services available. It's
3: my favorite show. Really? Yeah, it's not even a close second. I don't watch a lot of TV, keep in mind, but of what I'm watching, man, this is easily my first. Early my first. It's like my go-to.
1: Yeah, there's very, very there are very few shows these days where you're like, when's the next um, when's the next episode? When's the next episode?
3: Like, yeah. you're waiting for it. You know, it's this and Ducktales. I I, I I get DuckTales. I really like DuckTales. My kids watch it. I enjoy watching that show with my kids. It's steeped in continuity. It's got a bunch of heart. It shouldn't be as good as it is.
2: Speaking of DuckTales, we got an interesting story in the news. Um, I know. I'm looking forward to pooping on it. But before we get to all of that, (laughs) let's take a quick commercial break and be right back.
1: After these messages,
3: we'll be right back. Yeah. All oh, right. Man, format's all different. I don't know
2: what to do with myself.
1: I never listen to the format anyway. We're, we're back to the show.
2: <laughs> and um we're going to now do everyone's favorite part of the show. And I only have a little bit this week, guys, so it's gonna be short. Social media madness.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so the first one was uh we had talked about Bloodshot 2, Electric Boogaloo. And not course, so I, much. I made the joke about uh um markellis having you know being ex- should be excited because the longest for the longest time the only movie review was on their website was uh for bloodshot um and of course so wizard replied with did somebody say three stars because that's another thing they they have a five-star rating system and markellis gave it three stars
3: <laughs> he didn't really like it all that much or he thought it was mediocre yeah yeah it's fair Three stars is pretty generous considering I think what most people have said about that movie.
2: Yes, that's that's that was that's part of the joke. Um it's an inside joke with if you listen to So Worship, you'll get it. So go Absolutely. listen to So Worscht, you'll understand. Um Fair enough. I should listen to Yes, you should. Go you've been on their show. Uh, <laughs> go watch a movie replied with a gif of a man jumping out a window <laughs> at the idea of another bloodshot movie. Fair, tough but fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See I, I, I didn't Dislike it that much but It's also like I don't feel Like uh you know Really excited or excited at all About uh, number two I may Watch it if it comes on a movie Channel when I have nothing else To watch and I'm folding laundry
2: Hey I fell asleep so Bloodshot was like the best superhero movie of 1999 <laughs> Yeah kind of It does
3: feel like that it does feel like a pre-matrix
2: yeah, it's 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 like the special effects were okay and it follows that old kind of formula. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I agree with that.
2: Uh, and the Gorilla Brain podcast said, makes me want to vomit out my ass, to be honest. Well, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> Just a little, but we still love you, Ray, and your controversial X-Men opinions.
1: Very
2: controversial. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then moving on, we also then talked about, of course... Uh, Tom Holland confirmed they are filming Spider-Man three. And uh,
1: now that I am excited about.
2: And of course we thought, like with, with all the craziness, like when's it ever going to come out? And uh, you know, so I asked the audience, when do you think it'll be released to which uh gorilla brain replied right next to wonder woman, 2084.
3: <laughs> it's <was> cute.
2: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> not before coffee said 2024. Wonder how many of the, the theories are right I'm sort of hoping none. So I haven't heard any theories about Spider-Man Not
3: a single one.
2: I mean, we know Electro's in it. That's about it. I mean, there are some rumors they might want to try to shoehorn it as a Sinister 6, but I don't, really don't see that. Nah. No, Sony, they they tried that in the last trilogy.
3: Sony it. really wants that Sinister 6, but I don't, think, I don't think this, I don't know. I don't know nothing. Let's be real. Nothing? Not a damn thing. Let's be, I mean, like. No one knows where the Spider-Man movie is going to be.
2: No, we don't. I mean, because I asked the thing. They end it with his his, uh, his identity, was, Identity. thank you, being exposed. And it's like, we're not going to get a one-more-day storyline. So how are they going to fix that? Don't I, we better not get a one-more-day storyline.
1: No, no, no. Marvel's still involved. So they're not going to go crazy.
3: Well, Marvel's the one Marvel, who gave us one yeah, more. Yeah, Marvel day. did one. That doesn't help matters.
1: <laughs> well, I no, yeah, I know. But like, the... I don't think like there there are sane hands of the tiller. I mean, as long as Marvel's involved, the you know, the well, MCU's involved, they're not I I mean, even though it's Sony's you know, ship, they I think they've got some guardrails in place. Well hopefully. There is a
2: theory that they're using WandaVision to introduce Mephisto. I believe we started that theory.
3: Um I mean like it can. Like quite frankly, it should, because that's the story. But but they're not going to do one more day. That story is so hated and derided. And there's no, hmm. there's, what are you going to, what is he going to gamble? Like, what's he, what's he offering to Mephisto this time around?
2: Yeah, that's true. You got a young, hot uh, Aunt May this time, so.
3: Right, and he's not going to offer that. And he's, he doesn't have a marriage with which to bargain, which again, never made anyway. But like, yeah, it's not, they're not doing it. That's like mm. their most of. That's one of their most hated stories ever. Like I don't even think Marvel has the balls to go. You know we're making next to the MCU one more day, and you're going to go see it. <laughs> well, that's just <laughs> M- Marvel doesn't, but Sony. <laughs> Sony's not no. Sony. Sony's listening to Marvel right now because they finally righted the ship. <laughs> because they because it's like oh what is all
1: this money? Where is this coming from?
3: <laughs> Especially now now that they have to make money in these things because everybody's like kind of broke. They're just going to be like okay whatever man Marvel cool we'll do this.
1: Well, so, so, Sony's actually already banking on some of that money because it looks like they might buy Crunchyroll. So
3: I saw that rumor. Ooh, yeah,
2: interesting.
1: Yeah, it is because Sony already owns Funimation, which means that would be a fairly effective, mostly monopoly on uh, anime now for I streaming want,
2: services. Now I want sushi when are we going to get to the point where there's only like three entertainment companies we're getting there man it's disney warner. we're getting there very quickly
3: oh, What was the other one disney warner and like
2: uh and sony sony That's
1: time one. warner yeah
3: time warner i mean they're just mismanaged so freaking poorly that i wouldn't surprise me if wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if disney came along and was like hey
1: oh my <laughs> they'd be like picking a dollar off the off of the road it's like yeah i'll pick that and up we'd and finally <laughs>
2: get that uh that Captain America versus Batman movie, we've always won it. I'll take it more in the long lines of like Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny. Eh, well, that Didn't, works didn't
1: we get that in Roger Rabbit, though? We did. It's been
3: 30 years. We can have it again.
2: Yeah, that's true. Oh, thir- Oh my God. Yeah, I've-
3: we're old.
1: Oh, yes. oh. Have you noticed, oh. Dave? All the wrinkles? 30, you know. 32 years, you me to be specific.
2: And the creaking in my bones? Yeah, I know. Oh. Thanks, guys. Thanks. I was feeling good about myself.
1: Dude, I'm older than you. What are you talking
2: about? Why <laughs> so people feel worse every day? I've done my job. Well, if you want to make us feel worse, listeners, make sure you're following us on social media so you can be part of Social Media Madness. Is and here's our good... of a,
3: That was one hell of a segue. <laughs> and
2: here's our good friend D Square to tell you how.
0: Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network includes great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak.
1: That was a a segue in a car accident.
0: That was was the greatest segue of all time.
3: (laughs) Kudos for picking up that fumble and running with it.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Don.
3: That was like like Don Beebe in the Super Bowl when he chased down (laughs) Leon White and slapped that ball out. (laughs) Another old man reference for you.
2: Uh, all right grew you, you ruined the by keep calling it out anyway thanks for that don and don't forget to check out the Omega level nerds podcast uh live on twitch and available on youtube and wherever podcasts are available should we get on twitch i
3: hear twitch is where all the cool people are oh then we should definitely yeah no, no not
1: i uh, twitch is having an issue with DCMA takedowns right now well, they, what do we do that would get a DCMA takedown? It, it, that's just the point. Like, it doesn't seem to matter what you do, you get to, you get it. Like, I, I mean, it, it's mostly the background music that the Twitch people are playing. But we don't have uh, background
3: music, where would we do a podcast? Background music would be like the worst thing we could do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know, but they could probably oh, take us down for like our intro or something. Like, I, they, they, it's unbelievable what they. Do.
2: I hate that. I, there have been podcasts I've tried to listen to where they have music the whole time. that's so unprofessional.
1: Yeah, that's not. We should do that. (laughs) (laughs) Drive
3: away the remaining fans we have.
1: (laughs) We should totally do Kill this town.
2: Next, we got to get on TikTok, too, right? I hear that's where all the cool
1: kids are. That's
2: literally where all the kids are.
1: Yeah, the kids being the effective. Oh,
2: Um, oh, oh, yeah. Then we should stay far, far away. Children. Well, while you guys can imagine, while you guys are imagining us on TikTok, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back
0: messages. We we'll right back. Ah.
1: So so we could get on TikTok if you can floss for an hour while we talk.
2: You know how annoying three guys <laughs> and us to be on TikTok.
3: <laughs> astounding.
2: Uh, wow this show is fun. All right. Now It's time for the news, and uh, we don't have a lot of news this week, guys. really isn't much going on. That's okay. There was this big thing going on the
3: last two weeks that ate up everything. Yeah. I I don't know what you're talking about.
2: This is an entertainment podcast. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's no craziness going on out there. No, no. People, calm down. Everything is fine. (laughs) We count appropriately here.
1: Not not saying anything. You're being good. You're biting one. the tip off
2: of your tongue. One,
1: uh, uh. I like. I have the tip of the tongue left. Two. I mean, uh. after the last week, <laughs> you
2: circumcised your tongue.
3: Is that what I? Is that what I just got? <laughs> is that what? It,
2: is that what's taking so long to get certification? Is that? Is they're going one, ha ha ha, every time because yeah. <laughs> they got the count out there doing it. They
3: actually hired the count from Sesame Street. So he's sitting there in his Atlanta office. <laughs> one, uh, uh, two, uh, 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 uh. At least it'll
1: be accurate. Uh. And
3: he's enjoying that church's chicken, and just you know, church's lives. chicken. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. I don't know how I'm going to segue from that. So I okay, guess sorry, I threw too too big a curveball that time.
2: In our in our first story, we've got uh, St- uh, Sly Stallone on his Instagram has confirmed he is going to be in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Do you Hear that? That's
3: me doing the chef's kiss.
1: So so why don't this. they get? Now all they need is the rest of the expendables and put them all in there. You
3: don't Need the rest of the expendable? You
1: got the expendable. I, so, I...
2: <laughs> so, so here's here's my thought, right? Because he was also in uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Like, do they have a working relationship now? Is he going to start popping up in James Gunn's movies uh, in like cameo roles?
1: You can only
3: hope. Why not? He has. Wait, he did appear in uh, Guardians, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. as one of the, as one of the original Guardians. Yeah. Uh huh. So who's he gonna be? I mean, Rick Flag would make the most sense. but We already had a stupid Rick Flag. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's. You come know on. what? Hold on, hold on. In in continuity, Task Force X existed in World War Two. Right. Led by another Rick Flag. So could this be that Rick Flag of the original Suicide Squad, the original Task Force X?
2: So in like a flashback type scene,
3: or just someone who survived for a long, long time. Like remember we read uh, we read new Look, we read New Frontier. Not- but they had they had Task Force X. Look! Like, look, uh, fly, island. look it's Sly. Look, he's not is, not
1: much of a not much of a Suicide Squad if he survived for a long time.
3: Sly that's, is that's old, but though. he's not that old. Well, people yeah. age slower in comics. Jay Garrick fought in World War II, and look at John Ship. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> not in not in the DC Arrowverse continuity, though. They haven't told you that he hasn't could have. No, because it was like the War of the Americas or something they called it. Don't you remember that? Mm, vaguely.
3: Ah. Uh oh,
2: you need to pay better attention.
3: <laughs> I
2: I have a hard time being into those shows.
3: That being said, I'm very excited about Stallone in this movie. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, no, I, I it's it's uh it's wrapping up to be something cool. Hopefully it's uh done well, better than the last one.
3: Well it can't be any worse.
2: <laughs> no. Well, it could be. Could be the Snyder Cut.
3: You know, the Snyder Cut is like Schrödinger's movie. It <laughs> is and it isn't at the same time. Like <laughs> It's both the worst thing that ever happened and the best thing that's ever happened, because nobody knows yet. It's both. It exists in both outside of time and space. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it, it, it must. Schrodinger's it, movie. No, 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 it's more, that, that, that analogy is more apt than you think, JD, because he says that they only filmed an extra five minutes, and yet they took an hour and a half film and, and stretched it out to four hours somehow.
3: That's not, honestly, that is in hard because a lot of, like, movies are super long, people don't realize how much shit gets cut out of movies, but I don't believe him, I just don't so, believe it works so out. So he's, so he's pulling up Peter Jackson, is
1: what you're saying?
2: Not with the amount of, uh, people that have been at it, not yeah. just, not yeah, just, added. uh.
3: Unless you know, you're doing like a George Perez like everyone is in this one shot. Like, no, we're we're far beyond what he wanted. Like, this isn't a Snyder cut, this is a Snyder movement at this point.
1: Is it, 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 it that's that's just it though, right? This thing mm-hmm. seems like it's it's a dragon that's taken on its a life of its own.
3: Oh yes, this the smog. Now if we're going back <laughs> well, to Peter
2: Jackson. Well.
3: Or like, like you said, or like I said, Peter Jackson, they took a three hundred page book and somehow made it a nine hour movie.
2: <laughs> well, they're gonna need the dragon tamer there,
1: John. Yeah, that's true yeah um of course if it were up to me i'd throw the whole thing in the can but <laughs> it isn't a can that's why they have the movie it's in the, can. No. In
2: the uh, um <laughs> no, apparently so- snyder has now said he's going to change the look of the joker
1: okay well thank god no here's here here's the whole this is this is this is like a perfect example of why snyder is so bad for dc one of the quotes from that article is i he he was talking about changing uh changing the joker and he said i wanted to of course honor what had been created with him because i thought it was really cool no the joker in the suicide Squad was not cool
3: he he also can't he doesn't want to shit on david ayer's work like it's like i thought it was really cool but you know words 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 i'm going to change the whole thing
1: yeah
2: (laughs) yes uh he's saying it's going to be a uh
1: it's a da- was He said damaged, was that the road damaged weary tattoo was a, a bridge too far. I think, yeah, that. yes. yeah, that's
3: that's one way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> but some, oh. some
1: water
2: has gone under the proverbial bridge between uh, uh, when last we saw Joker and his appearance. So oh. he's made some, he's a road weary Joker. I guess that's the way of saying it. So he got rid of his tattoo somehow.
3: A lot of money, he spent
1: surgery, yeah. Or maybe you just cut somebody else's face off, and oh god,
3: it's Zack Snyder. That's exactly what's going to happen. Because <laughs> oh. Scott Snyder did that, so they they have like like they have the ground with which to tread upon. So 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 did, what? So
2: they did so, that in Gotham too.
1: So he has Nick Nick Cage's face, or or One,
2: what's his face <laughs> <He's> off? off.
1: <laughs> John
3: Wu makes damn good action movies. <laughs> Corny as they may be, they're fun. <laughs>
2: Now he's going to end up with Travolta's face.
3: Yeah, what's Travolta's face?
2: Yes. Oh,
3: man. That movie, that movie, when you talk about it, it sucks. But when you actually watch it, it's a lot of fun.
1: <laughs>
2: it is it. fun. No, no. I mean, I do. And it, it's actually a movie that made me appreciate, as crazy as he is, Nicolas Cage as an actor.
3: See, people... I, People I know it's the cool thing to do is to dog on Nicolas Cage now, but he's actually a good actor. Like he just he just takes anything you give him. The man has an Oscar. Leading Las Vegas is
2: a good movie. And and like when you watch that movie, after they trade faces, he does a good job of acting yes. like John Travolta.
3: He does. Much better job mm-hmm. than
1: John Travolta does acting like
3: Nicolas Cage. Right.
1: Or acting like John Travolta, really.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh yeah cage I, I don't know. It's it's the cool thing to do now to dog on Cage, but I think I, I enjoy Nicholas. He just makes oh,
1: interesting choices.
3: Very interesting. They're not all good, but there are right. choices.
1: Well, I mean he's entertaining. I mean, any actor that slugs a bear and then screams about the bees, I mean, that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> he is he he's is, sh-
3: he's
2: he, Schrodinger's actor.
3: Oh that's true. <laughs> That's a good. That's that's it's, a pretty good. Explanation. Until
2: you see him in a movie, he's either really good or, or really
3: bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's actually pretty accurate because there really is no middle ground. I'm not saying the man hasn't been bad. I'm just saying like he's he's actually a talented actor who just makes interesting choices. Yes, <laughs> he was in 20, Teen Titans Go to the movies
2: as Superman.
3: Yes, he finally,
2: he finally got to finally play Superman. That's yes.
3: right, closing a
2: loop.
1: So.
2: Uh, Speaking of closing a loop, we are we opening a new one? Uh so apparently Snyder talked about, you know, his ideas for Justice League 2. Why? <laughs> and, and where he wanted to take
1: dark side.
2: Two season two. Let's be real.
1: This is true. Like it but but it doesn't matter. It, it, God, it's Tech Snyder. It the in the end, there's gonna be a Sky Beam or or just or you know, or dark side that looks like he, he was made of silly putty. I mean there's Starrow. just Starro. Starro. Oh my god. A skybeam. Oh my god. No, seriously. It's so it's true. Yes. I mean just.
2: I mean that's the question though. Like if 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 HBO Max gets an extra forty thousand, fifty thousand uh subscriptions when this comes out.
3: they, but they better get more than that.
2: Okay, a they million.
3: A, they need a million.
2: If they get a million subscriptions based on the Snyder Cut, well, they might want to throw money into a two.
3: Well, it's been such a botched rollout of of HBO Max to begin with. Like they they launched with way with not nearly enough original material. So they have to figure out something. And if the Snyder Cut works, like they're gonna keep they're gonna keep giving it to us whether we want it or not.
2: Yes. Well, I mean, again, my understanding. He actually, it did have a plan for three movies, three it all out now in this season. <laughs> so,
1: well, maybe he will pull a Peter Jackson. And instead of three movies, he's going to have literally, like JD said, three seasons. Of course, it will still all end exactly the same. And the, lots, the lots of sepia tone violence, lots of sepia tone <laughs> violence. And the, and, the, and the end battle will never make sense. And uh, oh it won't mean anything. And and again, it will just be a number of really cool scenes strung together in no discernible order. And that's the thing, too. How is
2: it? I got to say this, right? Because I'm just Zack Snyder. How is it he can put together a CG fight that has no emotional impact whatsoever? Even if you care about the character, by the time you get to the CG fight at the end of the movie, it's just like, ugh. But yet Marvel can do it. And you're like, you're cheering for the characters, characters. even though that's, you know it's all fake
3: well, that's what it's all about it's characters Zack Snyder is a he's, he's a music video guy like he's all about image and like um the intangible cool right he doesn't do anything that makes you care about people, and that's yeah. the difference between like a Zack Snyder and a John Favreau, right and Marvel founded early on as John Favreau's into character mm-hmm you Know being an actor, I think that's what it comes from is you have one guy who came out from, came from being an actor and one guy who came from being a music video director. You know, that's that's different outlooks, different perspectives.
1: Mm. That the music video analogy is perfect, that's that, that exactly encapsulated. It. It's just a bunch of images strung together with a very loose theme. The man
3: cuts a trailer like nobody I've ever seen. His yes. trailers are incredible because he like, has
1: those images, yeah,
3: the image because he's all about the image, but he just mm. I don't think he gets people all that much i really don't
2: yeah yeah that's true you know who gets people though satan and he does get
3: people he collects them
2: yes and you know who played a really good satan peter stormar in constantine oh Oh, he did wow wow i'm amazed how quickly you pulled that whole thing together (laughs) so (laughs) stop calling out my my segues i'm Uh, honoring you they're good uh and he has now come out on social media and says they're working on a Constantine sequel, because HBO Max needs stuff. Uh, there was a rumor a while ago that Keanu Reeves was going to do a sequel, and now they're kind of confirming it. So, so I think
3: I think that movie was a little ahead of its time, to be honest with
2: you. And I think it's actually
1: aged pretty decently. It has. I think I I never I always liked it. I don't know why people you know dunked on it so much because it was. He was, I thought it was
3: pretty good. He released a little too close to the Matrix, and he's a little too looking like Neo, and he's not quite John Constantine, but like we were in the Keanu Sants. Yeah. So people are a little more appreciative of what Keanu has given to us.
1: <laughs>
3: Keanu Sants? That's all it. All
1: praise the Keanu.
3: <laughs> the wind across the mountain bestows all of us with happiness and joy.
1: <laughs> and party on, dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't love Keanu Reeves? Come on, man.
2: Uh, no one.
1: That's what I'm saying.
3: So yeah, I do think they should give us another John Constantine movie. Why not? There's lots to work with, and it does not as long as it doesn't take away from Matt Ryan also being the more comics close John Constantine hanging out. I'm fine. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares. DC doesn't care about its continuity anymore. No,
2: <laughs> obviously. And Constant and he's uh, Ryan is Constantine on TV right now. So
1: and and in the animated series, right? Like right. He, he voices all that too.
2: But I'm saying, and and they've kind of made it clear they're not going to cross those over, like the movie actors, into the films, so.
1: Hmm. Oh, well.
2: Yeah, that's why we're not getting a Grant Gustin flash in the movies. Uh, but yeah, so so wait, Constantine 2 is going to HBO Max? That part I missed.
3: No, I'm just assuming. Why not? Why wouldn't it? They need content.
2: This is what they do, right? <laughs> well, I guess so, because, I mean, you're talking about um, a Let's few what 15 years ago right
3: yeah 15 huh. years ago everything is probably going to go to a streaming platform now cuz we don't know what the, what the future of movie theaters is
2: yeah not yet anyway
3: like and why not this would probably this is something that would probably play better in a streaming platform it doesn't have to be a, from now on everything that goes in movie theater is going to have to be a blockbuster like it was already trending that way now yeah. there's like no choice right so stuff that isn't necessarily a blockbuster but that people will just enjoy should go right to streaming platforms.
2: I do think once, I do think once movie theaters can open back up for a short while, everything will be blockbusters because <laughs> everyone's yeah. just going to be, you know, running out to go see stuff.
3: No, I, I agree with that. But that's what it's going to be. Like it's like I said, it had been turning that way for a long time. Now it's going to be like, way for sure. I mean, like TV has proven that they do movies better than TV. Or, I'm sorry, TV has proven that they do movies better than movies. So I mean, like, what is the incentive? <laughs> to go sit in a theater right now when you can watch something better and that is better storytelling on your TV
2: like, pretzel you know, bites of popcorn man that's what it is
3: it's
1: the experience <laughs> yeah. of going,
3: that's what it is it's the experience of going to the movie theater and that's what <laughs> we're gonna have to sell us on and that's, to do that you're gonna have to have Godzilla trampling cities
1: or 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 the Wonder Woman movie I mean think that would isn't that, that put, isn't would put it wasn't that getting streamed though like didn't they finally break down and agree to stream that I don't. I didn't hear anything.
2: I haven't seen anything on that. Or I I would have. That I I would have definitely brought to us for this week to talk about.
1: Yeah, that that one would definitely put asses in seats in a movie theater again. You know, because again, it's not just it's not just the concierge and the you know the the snacky and all that. It's 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 going to a movie like that and being there with a bunch of fans and you know you're all like yes. I mean, you know, you're all really excited to see it. Um. But, it, yeah, otherwise, like, mediocre, mediocre movies are just going to – not going to help.
2: Uh, no, there's a bunch of articles saying – there's no announcement from Warner Brothers. There's a bunch of articles saying, like, what are the chances of it just going to HBO Max? Polls show – you know, people well, taking polls to see – should it go to the theaters? Well, look at observer.com. That's a real site. And they're
3: saying that, like, block, like that it could. Like, I don't know.
2: Right, but, but it's not, like – there's no announcement so
3: no there's definitely no announcement
2: but i think it's let's be real we still don't know like the, the news no.
3: has been good this week but is it that good to the point where if they release it in theaters that they'll that they'll do what they want to do apparently mulan did well yes so why not
2: yeah no i think i don't know i think they might move it back one more time we'll see
3: well, probably...
1: um we're we're backing up on blockbusters like it'll be the biggest blockbuster summer ever.
2: Yes, yes, it's going to be the.
1: Uh... And it won't even it won't even be like next year, it, given given we were talking about the two different um, was it uh, vaccines for the virus. It, even even if everything goes perfectly for the next say six months, they still won't have enough of it out into the pop into the public for you know for for them to be able to open a theater and get a real blockbuster um gross you know ticket sales it's going it's it's it, there's just it's not going to happen until like 2022 at this point they uh-huh. it, it's just it's you know, it's just basic logistics of getting the getting any vaccine you know whatever vaccine wins out there and when when it when each one of them is actually uh proved you know so right. like a, a, not until 2022 are we going to see where enough enough people have the vaccine and the stigma of being in large crowds starts to wear you know, of yeah, uh, you know, starts to wear off that they'll be able to actually get a good ticket sales for a blockbuster again yeah we're not yeah
2: thanks for bringing us down john
1: you're welcome <laughs> anytime glad to be of service
2: oh my god yeah so uh, uh um Speaking of streaming,
1: <laughs> what other horrible things can we talk about?
2: Oh well, here's something pretty horrible. Um, and and going to streaming directly. Um, and when I first read this, I was happy. So apparently, Disney Plus is going to be bringing back Darkwing Duck. Mm.
1: I've been I've been really like how much how much other is what? there? A, am I missing it, or is there not a whole lot of new stuff on Disney Plus? Like, is are they? Does it feel like they're just they just have such a large um cash of uh or was it um yeah a, a large cache of of movies and stuff that they're just living off of that right now they well
3: I, they well there is pl- the they had plans for the whole marvel thing that got pushed back
2: because of you know the covid
1: hmm. oh right yeah they they can't put out the, the tv series a- until they had the movies set up and all
2: that there's the the jeff goldblum show come on now what more do you need
3: Dude, um, lots of, believe me, my kid has found lots of stuff to watch yeah. on the Disney Plus. Aders.
2: And I was excited about the Darkwing Duck reboot until I learned who was producing it. Seth Rogen That's the last person I want producing. It's like, Darkwing. D- well, first my first question was, has Disney watched anything else? He, <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> the guy who gave us Sausage Party is going to bring a kids show to Disney Plus. Yeah, you know, no, no, Green
3: Hornet. Reboot. <sighs> Here's the problem: is just two weeks ago on Ducktales, they they went further into the Darkwing Duck reboot in that universe, and it's great. It's great. What they're doing is great. So why don't they just pick that up and have someone do what
1: they're doing on that? Show? They should because Seth Rogen's writing and his humor is just not not Darkwing Duck. No, you know
3: I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm going color color me super skeptical. So
1: yeah, I mean, or did they watch
2: Preacher?
3: Okay. Oh, <laughs> Here's what I'm saying: If Jordan Peele walked in and said, "I wanted let's do a Guardrails reboot," and they like get out of here, why
2: would they entertain
3: Seth Rogen on Darkwing Duck?
2: I don't know. I mean, is he's involved with one of the animated things going to Hulu? I think, uh, or not? Hulu. I think isn't he doing the? He's part, isn't he involved with the Modoc show? That would
1: agree. make sense given the trailer that dropped. You know, it's him and Kevin Smith. I think. I believe no you. Idea.
2: You know, Stoner's got a to stone together. Um. Um. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> So, I think maybe he got his foot in the door and got a meeting to do it. I don't he know. He
3: did, because they're saying he's producing a Sausage Party show for HBO Max. Shouldn't HBO Max have made all these plans, like, two years ago?
2: Yeah, you would it think. seems like we keep talking about them, and it's like they launched with, like, no real plans. Does anyone like Sausage Party?
3: I've never met a single person.
1: I did not. I, I, I think I watched, like, four minutes of it, and then I just turned off the TV, and then I... yeah. And I went and retched in the bathroom for. A while. I mean, it's just. And it then I've
2: was... I've even heard the the ending is like I was the same way. I couldn't I couldn't get through it, and then I've heard like the ending is even worse. So it's like, why would they do a, a TV show on HBO Max about it if nobody liked it? Yeah. <sighs> Poor Seth, 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 just do more uh, movies like Knocked Up and stop trying to make stuff. Do what you do. <laughs> what? do what you do? What you do? Yes. Uh, don't don't stay out of our dark wing duck, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for the news. Um, while you guys have that image of John uh, retching in the bathroom, yeah. we're we'll going to take our last commercial break. I'll be right back with our main topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right. We are back back and we have a comic to discuss this week oh my goodness
1: so you hadn't read it before or you had
2: i had never read this before and okay so a- action lab comics is the publisher written by david
1: propose propose yeah.
2: and uh Jorge santigo jr is the uh the artist um and the comic is spencer and
1: Locke. i haven't said that yet. wow yeah. Um mind blown. Um I know, right? You you understand? Okay, so here's the background, okay? I'm the one who suggested this comic. It's called Spencer and Locke. Now, I was at the uh let's see, I was at the Awesome Con in Washington D.C. 2 years ago. Um I was actually there to see Kit Steele and 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 buy some stuff from her and get get some uh some of her art marked up. But Uh, I was walking around getting interviews because I can't seem to go to a convention anymore and not do (laughs) interviews. Thanks, Dave. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm just going there for, for fun. Uh, Let me bring my 40 pounds of, of, of sound equipment with me. Um, Anyway, I'm, I'm walking around and I, I caught sight of this, of this comic on one of the, on one on the floor and I'm like, okay. And David was there and he was, you know, he talked to me about it. It's like, Oh, so This is basically if um, Calvin and Hobbes were set in the dark universe. (laughs) Right. And I was intrigued. um, So I picked up the first issue and that night i you know i was going through over the thing that i got from the from the convention and i i found the first issue and i went through and started reading it and after the first few pages i was freaking hooked and by the time I was finished i could barely sleep that night i next morning i, I went straight to his desk and said first off give me the rest and second off talk into this microphone and we we did uh, publish that interview 2 years ago um yeah i my it blew that blew the heck out of my mind too
2: so um real quick boys and girls just so you know jd has uh lost power which sucks because i really wanted him his opinions on this book um so it was just
1: too it was just too awesome for him
2: so so we'll get that next week um so yes so yes it's 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 kind of what if calvin and Hobbes grew up and on the
1: wrong side of on on the, the wrong, wrong side. side of the wrong side of the wrong side of the tracks so
2: so i will say uh and i don't say this often really um this this is the whole concept and the execution of this is brilliant
1: yeah um I'm, I'm really upset that jd's uh, i really want to hear his, his uh
2: one of the things that's that that's masterfully done in this is um they intermix flashbacks from when so spencer is the the panther instead of a tiger obviously then for copyright reasons and um Locke is the the kid uh instead of um Cal. calvin yeah. and so they when they do the flashbacks they intermix flashbacks from their kids it's kind of drawn in the calvin and Hobbes style and then you and know i talked
1: to him i talked to him about that in the interview
2: and then when they're in the the real world, um, or that the the non flashbacks, it's a more regular comic book style, and it's just like that aspect alone is just pure brilliance. It, like it really sucks you in, especially if you're a fan of Calvin Hobbes. And then even and then at first, when you're in the flashbacks, it's still kind of innocent kid stuff, and it gets really dark really fast. Let me say that off the bat too. This is not for children.
1: No, no, not even, not even close. Like you, I, I think 18 might be a little young. You might, you might want to wait until you're 21. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. Like it, when I say the dark side of the dark side of the dark side of the tracks or whatever, um, I, I mean, I mean like every, every single inch of this comic is, is like if Calvin and Hobbes had grown up in the, was it in the mirror universe? for you know for star trek like or you know the dark universe or whatever you want to call it like so, this is it, it, batman who laughs would look at this and go oh oh no 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 <laughs> it's like none of that um and, and every and the thing is that every character in calvin and hobbs that you that you remember from calvin and hobbs is represented in this yes but every one of them has the most horrible backstory you could possibly imagine
2: oh my goodness the babysitter oh yeah uh. no Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so so, uh, um, the other thing that's really interesting about this is even by the time you get to the end, you're not really sure how crazy Locke really is. Because, like, you see him talking to Spencer all the time. And Spencer's represented by this, like, uh, panther, but that's in a suit and is like a person. Uh, Anthem Report. Ah.
1: anthropomorphic
2: yes thank you um and he's having conversations with him and he's talking but yet when somebody else comes into the picture like when they're at the diner in the beginning it's still his stuffed panther just sitting on the other seat and it's like and i'm like is he always carrying that stuffed panther with him and how come like not as many people are making comments but then it gets weird when there's like the the car chase scene and the panthers driving, yeah. Like, wait, what's going on? Right.
1: So, yeah. Uh, and and the the thing is that the writing is so good that none of it comes off as um, as uh, kooky or just you know it's it doesn't yeah. it doesn't come off as you know this 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 is this is a weird take on Calvin and Hobbes. It it comes off as a real story and and the characters, I mean, you feel for the, by the end of this, you're already feeling for the characters. It's amazing. Um, and, and, and it's so, it's so well uh, woven together with the origin with, with, you know, the so, flashbacks of Calvin and Hobbes, but you can see the beginnings in the flashbacks of what's going on now. Right. And right. how horrible so, the childhood was compared to.
2: So like one of the things, so, so, the narrative is: um, it starts out with, you know, Locke has grown up and he's a police officer and he's investigating a murder, but it, it's somebody that he grew up with. It's one, you know, his his girlfriend or, you know,
1: yeah, when he uh, was a kid. Damn it, the the names uh, sometimes escape me, but it was it was the girl that he was always fighting with in in Calvin and Hobbes.
2: Right, right. Uh, 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 the character in the book is Sophie, but I don't know the the character from Calvin and Hobbes. Um, and. You Know she's a teacher, and and um, you know, he's investigating the murder. Which I will also say that there's that story, there's a lot of interesting twists and turns you don't see coming. And it was
1: uh, it was Susie Durkins, which is actually Sophie in this book,
2: yes. Mm. Um, and right, so he's investigating it, and then and everyone that's in the story, so now he's back in his old neighborhood had to go to his old school because she's a teacher at the old school he runs into his old bully it's like and so there's a flashback for every aspect of every person that he runs into in the story um so it's it's just so well interwoven like it doesn't there's nothing about it like that feels thrown in it all makes sense yep
1: and um, and everything everything that you remember from calvin Hobbes, every good memory you have ever from it the um spaceman spiff the transmogrifier, the, um, <laughs> the 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 poor snowmen, um, literally every everything every trope that Waterson in Calvin and Hobbes created is in this book and, and woven now, woven into the story.
2: And now we'll give you nightmares.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes.
2: Well, that's the thing too—the spaceman thing, where that was brilliant. Where um, spoilers that this yeah. ends up being uh, like a drug ring. Kind of, well, yeah. yeah, there's there's like a drug ring involved with the, the murder, but um, they capture Locke and they stick him with the drugs. So while he's fighting off the effects of these hallucinogenics he's imagining himself as the spaceman from when he was a kid. It's like, oh, what, that was just another brilliant
1: yeah. move. But of involved. course, in, in that, in... Calvin and Hobbes. It was Spaceman Spiff, and in this, it's Rocket Man Reynolds. Like, yes. I mean, he he does so well. Like all the names that he picked sound. I mean, you're always thinking, "Oh, Calvin Hobbes." Right? You you never question, "Oh, was that this or was that in Calvin Hobbes?" You know exactly what it is, and yet it's just enough that you know. And I I know, like uh, I know, copyright's a thing. Yes. Um, this stands on its own. I don't think there's any problem with copyright really, uh, because Watterson would never write anything like this at all, unless he had a, a very horrible life after he ended Calvin and Hobbes. Um, but uh uh yeah, this 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 even even though it's quote unquote loosely based on other characters, um they are not those characters technically, right. even though they kind of are. Uh, let's face it, um, but it stands on its own. I think this would fall
2: under uh, maybe like the parody uh, umbrella, uh, except
1: except it's like the reverse. Oh, it's, par- it's it's the full reverse parody, right? Like, right. It's not, <laughs>
2: it's not funny, but at the same time, it's not being done like right. Well, Calvin uh, and Hobbes an would have been copy. the parody
1: of this had they been referred. Yes, <laughs> sh- yeah. This uh, yes,
2: very true. Um,
1: yeah, and then and then even like the
2: twists in the book are well-written and you I didn't see the end coming to be honest like um I didn't see who the person was that ended up murdering the teacher until we got to the end I'm like oh yeah okay so uh,
1: we'll, leave, might- we'll leave we'll leave that one as a yes you know, yes we won't tell you about that
2: right and that's all just through volume one there's a there's definitely a volume two out Yep, at this point, which yeah. I
1: haven't read, I I have it on order. It hasn't come in yet. Um, we were only going to do volume one for this. Uh, yeah, I, I just there's there's not enough good I can say about this book. So so
2: so okay, let's just let's try this though. Is there anything? I, I mean, we both have said things that we like about the book. This at this point, is there anything that you don't like about the book?
1: You know, here's the thing. Normally, I don't like dark stories. Right. I. I mean, I, I just I gravitate towards you know like the 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 tale of the hero that that you know prevails in the end and that sort of thing. And this is this is way darker than I would normally like really enjoy. And yet I really enjoyed it because the writing is just that good. I don't know that there is anything I I would normally say it's too dark. But even that doesn't that doesn't seem to be a problem considering how how well. David Piprose wrote this thing. So I, I, I can't tell you. What do you, what, what, do you have anything? I mean, hmm.
2: I would have to really think and I can't think of anything again. It's just, it's a it's a brilliant concept. Um, yes. And, and, and you know what? I was going to say this too. Yes. Okay. Calvin and Hobbes is a fun cartoon for kids and whatnot, but there is an aspect of an imaginary friend and them doing these crazy things and the imaginary friend encouraging him to do them in this in that comic strip which makes you go well maybe he was a little nuts which kind of makes us feel like well maybe if we just looked at it from a different point of view you know this is all true <laughs> you know yeah uh like it makes sense it works yeah no i've got nothing like like isn't i that, can't is that weird it's like i can't fault i can't you... fault it like I like stuff that surprises me. This book surprises me the all the way through, all four issues. Uh, I like the twists. The twists all surprise me. The the art, the idea of doing the stylized Calvin and Hobbes stuff and the flashbacks, and then a different style in the in modern times is well executed. It's yeah, I got
1: nothing. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like when when we're normally when we're going through these conventions and we're seeing, you know, all these all these creators trying trying to come up with stuff and you know trying to sell their wares i mean okay there is a good amount there that is you know there are more misses than hits i mean that's the way it goes mm-hmm. uh and when you see something like this on the floor your first reaction is usually going to be oh well you know okay so this guy really like kevin and hobbs and he thought he'd try to make it you know try to do something with it um but then you get then then you read the first two pages and you realize, no, this is the real thing. This is like this 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 guy this guy's got some magic. So um yeah, you 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 every once in a while you find it like you're saying like you were um you know alluding to, every once in a while you find a gem on the floor of the of a convention. And this is this was definitely one of the gems. And I I'm pretty sure I said pretty much the same thing um when we when we had this interview two years ago on the show.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what? I think um, to build on what you said, it's one of those things where like, sometimes you get these comics and, and that's another thing, like, this isn't, you can sit there and say it's a simple story, but it's not, it's, it's hmm. very complex uh, dealing with like psychosis and uh, crime and, and the dark side of things. And, um, but like sometimes when you deal with these big stories, this isn't really a big story, but you deal with these stories, these independent comics, you get hit with three pages of uh, exposition, you know, before you even get into the story. And then like, oh, I don't I don't want to read this. But if you like Calvin and Hobbes already and you're kind of willing to, like, say, well, let's take an adult look at it. There's your hook right into the book like it, it you're right away. You're in, you know.
1: Oh, and, and his first the first again, the first couple of pages are another hook. Like, not just the the liking Calvin Hobbes, but the, he, the story starts right off from the beginning. And, like, you're immediately, if you're a Calvin Hobbes fan, you're immediately horrified.
3: <laughs>
2: yes. Immediately.
3: And, yes. and
1: don't say why. Leave that uh, also. Leave yes. that also. I think that there are certain things I don't want to spoil in this book.
2: No, no, no. Um, no. Because it, it's something you have to read. And there's a lot of shocking moments in it. And, oh, yeah. No, definitely. So, So I definitely recommend this to everyone out there. If you have not picked up uh, Spencer and Locke from uh, Mad Cave Studios, right?
1: Yep. Uh, Available on Amazon.com. Yes. Uh, You know, and there's like... I know,
2: Action Lab, not Mad Cave. Sorry. Action Lab (laughs) Comics. Um, Yes, definitely check this out.
1: Yep. ActionLabComics.com. And again, on Amazon. I'm sure you'll find everything. Uh, Again, and on the back of this, it does say Mature Readers. So, you know, all you guys that are young that are watching this. Wait, what am I saying? There's nobody young this. No, no, no. Listen to us. Um, but yeah, it's 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 it's, it's definitely mature reading. <laughs> I mean, not not there's no there's there's. I don't think there's any nudity in this. There is there is no nudity in this. No, no. It's the concepts. It's the concepts um some some of the uh, no, And there isn't even like
2: there's not uh, even gratuitous that was, blood or violence in it. Yeah, either. even
1: even that was well handled, right? I mean, yes. it's like you can't find anything wrong with this thing, um, right? But 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 you but some of the things that did happen to him when he was young, and some of the things that happen, you know, during this story, are mature audience only. Not uh, no 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 gratuitous sex, no nothing like that. It's just really bad situations.
2: It's the um, it's the brilliance of like when there is something violent you know they do enough setup and like they pull away before they show anything you so it's what's in your mind is much worse than what they could have drawn on the page yeah kind of thing like it's that's always one of those brilliant moves and yeah that they do that in this book a lot and it's like yeah so that's
1: even handled really well Mm geez oh brilliant all right so so next next week we get to ask jd if uh if if it ruined his childhood and that's that's why he like lost power.
2: Oh yeah, maybe <laughs> so, he hung up. He just couldn't talk about the book.
1: No, no, <laughs> all I'm right, sure that's not it. So so um, do you have any
2: uh, recommendations for the audience, John? Before we wrap it up,
1: don't think I do this week. I don't. Like we're kind of in the middle of uh, of all of the all of the streaming seasons. So there's yeah. really there's really nothing. You know, interesting. I I mean my recommendation is Spencer and Locke. I mean that that would be my recommendation. Um there you go. That's that's all I need. Okay.
2: All right. I will uh second that uh recommendation. Definitely check this book out. It's different, it's cool. Uh it's not a superhero story, but that's okay. And uh also I would recommend you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. <laughs> Uh, comic book reviews by our good friend d square and apparently uh some articles by jd coming up we shall see and uh yeah that's all we've got this week boys and girls so as always thanks for listening don't let you keep caught in the door have a good week